Monday, Monday, Monday. Oh, coming at you. Talk about that. Another episode with John and People John. are always coming at you. It's a little bit. It's too much. Yeah, come at not, me, bro. We're not ready for this right now. People yeah. are a little bit gun shy yeah. from the pandemic. Let me stay back a little bit so yeah. come at me. Staying over here. <laughs> six feet away. Yeah, talk to me from, from six feet. Yeah. Be a good branding. Yeah. Six feet away, the podcast. Did you see that Shane and Shane logo they put out right as everything started? It was like, this is our new logo. And it was like, Shane. Oh, and it was way far away. And then they had, they had a thing that said six feet and then his name. It was just the words, uh, but they literally made the word. It was very clever. That's great. Very clever. Yeah. Those guys. Oh, those guys. You know, they've been doing worship for us a lot. Uh, on on our, via video. Yeah. Do yes. you know them? Are you friends? I know them. Uh, a little bit. I mean, they... they They're were, acquaintances? Yeah, I mean, I talk to him every once in a while when I'm down at Sh- Walmart. Acquaintances? You know, the, I told you what how stupid I was, right? Because, um, you know, we do talk and everything, and one of my good friends is in their community group, and community group is one of them, and so um, we were down there for a thing back in the fall, Yeah, and it was a thing for pastors, and so... There was like a lunch buffet table set up yeah. and they have like these two towers at Watermark, like office towers where different things were happening on different floors. Like, like in Lord of the Rings. And so Exactly. And so um, we came out to eat and I saw one of the Shane, Shane Everett came down mm-hmm. and he was with his daughter and their studio is up on like, I don't know, 12th floor or something. And so that's why there's something recording all day. So that's why they put out so many of these yeah. worship initiative records, all those things. Very prolific. Like a lot of music comes out of them mm-hmm. in that studio. And so I talked to him for a second, just say hi, you know. And he goes to me and my buddy, who is his good friend, is like, hey, you know, we're recording right now. If you want to come up and hang out in the studio for a second, you know. Yeah. And. My friend, though, was about to present. Like, he's like, ah, I got to stay close here. They're about to call me up, you know. And, and they kind of look at me like, I can still go. Uh, and I was like, oh, that's okay. Like, I didn't want to be a bother and go up there and kind of. Because you were kind of invited as a tag along. I immediately regretted it. Immediately. Right, you blew it. I should have just said. They invited you into the inner sanctum. Absolutely. I'll get my guitar or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I'll sing some harmonies. <laughs> I'd like to pick you guys You guys ever think about songs. like a third part? <laughs> Shane and Shane and John. John. <laughs> I'll stand six feet apart. Well, that wasn't a thing then. People were oh, people were embracing. We we didn't know what we had. Oh my goodness! People were wasting toilet. We were flushing toilet paper down the toilet. Just, That's how we didn't know what we had. Just for fun. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. We rolled people's yards like ah, oh, it's a big prank. Oh my gosh. gold gold we had. Yeah. Oh my goodness. We won't take it for granted anymore. It's a simpler we time. We probably will. How long will it take once it passes? And maybe that's maybe that's two months. Maybe that's two years. I wonder. You think the handshake <clears throat> is dead? I don't. Handshake is dead? I was going to say, how long until like we literally don't think about it at all ever again? Do you think it ever happens? <sighs> I think it'll happen easier for some people than others, yeah. obviously. I mean, obviously, if you had somebody affect your life, it you know, it's right. going to be more of a thing. But yeah, if you... Because I know people who say, I don't even... I still have yet to meet someone. Yeah. In my circle who's even had it. And it leads to that whole thing of like, is it even real if it didn't affect me? That's kind of dumb. But it does lead you to probably want to move on faster. Yeah. I had four family members who had it. Yeah. And then I found out yesterday one of their family members died this week of it. Um, She was in a nursing home and, you know, already had some other health issues, but died when she got COVID. So... Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, but I just I'm interested to see what cultural things happen that because some people want the handshake to go away. It is a weird thing. 
Is it? I mean, it is odd. That's how we, you know, we have to touch a new stranger to yeah. connote. I like it. I, I'm a real hug and shake hands. Well, kind I am of guy. too. Obviously, I mean that's yeah. who I am, and that's fine. But you know, I know people who have been fist bumping people for a long time, and you just some of them are germaphobes. It's not like a, I yeah. want to look cool. They're like, this is less likely. Yeah, like to Howie spread. Mandel. Yeah. yeah. I don't even think he fist bumps. He just air. Nah, he, he air fives. Oh, we, does he we fist watch, bump? We watch AGT. Because, I mean, even Dr. Fauci says fist bumps are just dens of pathogens, too. Really? Oh, yeah. Whether you got stuff on the ends that you've contacted, you don't hit a lot of stuff with the, the back of your hand, but... You know, I suppose... I know this disease like the back of my hand, you guys. <laughs> it's a Fauci slap. You just slap backs of hands. Call it a Fauci slap. <laughs> You know, I guess from a droplet, from an invisible droplet standpoint, you probably breathe more on the back of your hands than on the palms of your hands. I had a moment the other day where I felt like I know we're doing this thing of new gender norms and all that. And to, to some degree, people have political ideas about it. But it just is weird when you have a moment where you're like, wow, I'm not like a traditional man. And here's what happened. I, uh, Curry said, something's on your nail. Look at your nail beds. Like, I, I don't know what happened. I Whatever. I had dirty nails. I don't think I could identify nail beds. And how I would look, I how I would look at my nails should be like this. Like, I turn my hand, palm into my face, and I look at my nails like that. <laughs> but what I did was I turned the back of my hand out, <laughs> and I held my hand aloft as though I was, like, admiring my new nails that I had got done at the salon. Yeah. And I could see the look of disappointment in Curry's face. Like, this is, that's just a little thing, but it's yeah. like, that's how I look at nails now, and you can't respect me anymore. If, it you, felt, if you drink a cup of tea, do you stick your pinky out? Not, it's inadvertent, John. I have found myself, I've oh, done yeah. it accidentally before, it's just because all my fingers wouldn't fit on the little you know, handle or whatever. But Some of these things you don't mean to do. Like, yeah. I remember when I first started making bar chords in church, I realized that my middle finger would just stick straight up in oh, the air. Yeah. And you're like, oh, that's no good. Yeah, bar chords. I'm sending, middle... sending mixed messages here. Bar chords makes he's, a middle finger. He's praising the Lord with his mouth, but his finger is telling oh. the whole crowd where to go. It's not cool. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, maybe it's the... Fauci says fist bump's got to go. He's saying, <laughs> put on a nebulizer and just get out there and stay far away. In a couple of years, we're going to be fine. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, again, I feel there's all the other research about our need to have exposure to germs. Right, that's what that could kill the idea that the loneliness is killing us. Or that we need oh, germ exposure. Yeah, we yeah. need germ exposure as well. And so I don't know. There's a balance. And so you, you and just I were, put some dirt in your mouth every day. <laughs> you and Eat I were, the dirt. You and I were talking at lunch about, and my wife is is the one that always uses this. It, the whole world is all either or now. Yeah, everything is either. I think everyone should wear a mask, or everyone should, you know, or. Everyone else is completely an idiot yeah. and they want my grandma to die. You know, like it's so polarizing and in most of life is both. And if you're going to be wise, I can say, I think you said it at lunch, you know, like, Hey, I can care. I could be concerned about COVID. Right. I can also, you know, kind of hope that we're able to open some things back up and get back to some semblance of economic normalcy. Um, you know, and, I mean, I could do all of these things. Yeah, you could be concerned about overreach of government. Yeah. Like, it's okay to have those those concerns in tension that you just continue to take in information every day. The idea that you got to... If we could go back, like, I'm not a conspiracy guy. We talked about that last week. I'm just not. But if we could go back and look at some of the government overreach that happened after 9-11, for instance, 
mm-hmm. with the Patriot Act. We were just so anxious to catch terrorists that the government slipped in on us. Hey, we're going to listen in on your phone calls. And we thought, well, look, I got nothing to hide. What do I care? Yeah. They're going to catch me ordering Domino's pizza. What do I care if they can catch the terrorists? But it's affected us. We've become a different country because of some of the stuff they slipped in on us. So it really, government overreach is a real thing. I honestly can't figure out how it's affected me at all. John, like my life is no different on the phone this calls. Is gonna, this is going to cut. The podcast is going to cut midstream. <laughs> it's not affecting me. I, 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 I don't know. I'm just kind of, you know. You're like, you got nothing to hide? It's like the whole thing about search, like a search in your car, you know. Like the police doesn't have the right to search your car without a warrant. But a police officer would say, well, what do you got to hide? But then you could say, well, it's my right to not let you just ransack my belongings unless you have cause. But this is the guy that also thought he should have the right to not wear a seatbelt for a while. But I've changed my mind on that. Mm -hmm. I've changed my mind on that because I have to help pay for other people's insurance now. So if you're going to be in an iron lung for the rest of your life because you didn't buckle your seatbelt, and I'm going to have to help pay for that. Now I believe, you know what I'm saying? You should have to buckle your safety belt. But back in the day... Yeah, I think, should I have, if I'm by myself in the car, I get kids, like if you want to buckle in kids. But I used to have a thing of like more libertarian. I have met, used to have a way more libertarian slant on things where I'd say, well, look, I should have the right to be dangerous. To endanger myself. Yeah. Yeah. But if as long as I'm not endangering like a nine-year-old that's next to me in the car. Right. Uh, but smoking is like, smoking's not a great libertarian issue because it's like now we find out secondhand smoke hurts people. So you can't. Now we're in the back into the mask thing. If I don't wear a mask and I'm asymptomatic, blah blah blah, it's a whole thing. So what you're saying is, is there's no there's no issue you're going to find where it's completely isolated to just an individual because all issues are going to somehow affect us because we live in some level of community and society. Like there's no way you can pick right. something that is not going to affect somebody around you. Though we want to keep doing that because it's all based on individual rights now. Yeah, but individual rights. There's no such thing as one completely yeah. independent from the other individuals. It just doesn't yeah. work. But it's like one guy tried to blow us up with shoes. And so now we all take off our shoes for the last 10 years, 12 right. years. And we just, we've lived with it. Hey, this is just something we do. And if you complain about it, they're like, well, what's the big deal? It's just your shoes. Well, it's not though. Yeah. it It's a whole thing. It's that culture of... I don't know, John. I'm not trying to make a big hill to die on about shoes, but because I don't have to do it because I'm pre-check. <laughs> I was saying pre-check. It just, it just doesn't affect me either. <laughs> oh, you poor shoe taking off. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. The hoi polloi. We were, Laura and I were talking, you know, so, and this is horrible. It's very judgmental, but, you know, we fancy ourselves, um, you know, not, we're not as prolific travelers probably as you are. Yeah, but, we but you go cool places. I go to like Terre Haute. I've been to Terre Haute and yeah. I liked it. Yeah, yeah it's fine. It fun. But what I'm saying is like, I go to places that's like, there's a comedy show there and I see the inside of a hotel right. and the inside of the venue. You guys go like, hey, let's go here and we'll see things there. Yeah. Well, Sorry we, if you're listening from Terre Haute. It's a lovely yeah, place. we're very sorry. We actually went to Terre Haute together. We did. I drove you up there. Yeah, Terre Haute. I like driving you on trips. That's a, I like driving. We never do it anymore. I mean, not just because of the pandemic. I'm saying like... Well, now we we did one last year. I don't remember. One a year's not enough. Well, how many do you? We want? need to do something for what birthday's coming up for you? Forty two. Forty two, man. Let's do uh, it. You know, it's a big year. Big forty two. It's a big. It's a big milestone for you. You're in the ninety fifth percentile for uh, I don't know hair loss. We could go though to like Vegas. 
Can you imagine? What, you, like, what are you and I going to do in Vegas? Oh, the shows and the. It's going to be the shows. That's it. No. We don't gamble. You could do a little bit, though. I hate gambling. I've done it a few times. I don't get it. I'm not patient enough. I know. Enough, I don't get it. Either. And I don't like wasting money. Yeah. I, I just don't. I don't believe. Here's the thing. I've, I've, I've lost enough times in my life. To, I don't believe I'm going to win. I'm just not that guy. That's like, ooh. Yeah. I'm the one. Like, I'm like, no, I don't. I don't win things. Like, I'm more likely to get a ticket than someone around me. I, you know, I'm not even pessimistic. It's just. Wow. This sounds. You're, wow. you're bringing everybody down. Sorry, guys. But I mean, look, I would go and eat. Yeah. I like eating. Good food. And, well, that's the thing. Vegas is reopening cautiously, I think, soon. So that'll be interesting to see what that all... Because that's like... Talk about shoulder to shoulder. That's not a place where you can distance. No. That's like people just jammed into a huge yeah. casino. Even when you're just walking to your room, it's like chaos. I want to take my family out west soon. We just watched the Ken Burns National Parks documentary. Have oh you seen this? Oh my gosh. This is... If there's, <laughs> <laughs> this is like you're the missionary that just came to the church and wants to show the slideshow. Guys, I'm that's telling you... That's what just you, happened to the podcast. You're like... <laughs> I want to tell you about a documentary I'm watching. <laughs> I got this here snake skin. What's it about? National Park. Guys, it's really good. I know it's These sounds... are deciduous trees. <laughs> You're the worst. We lost everyone. They just clicked off. Guys, listen. We also had an ad for Stamps.com just then because everybody just fast forwarded. <laughs> hey, Stamps.com, everybody. <laughs> Oh. Not a sponsor. Hey, so the deal is, it's called National Parks America's Best Idea. Yeah. Okay. Because someone said that along the way. It is a great idea. And so th- we just assume that, yeah. that that's kind of like, oh, yeah, National Parks. No. Someone came up with that. Yeah. This It was this idea. To hold of, some land aside that we couldn't like. That couldn't be developed. Pillage. And like Niagara Falls got pillaged in the beginning. And so it became like this, this very, this amazing natural, um, you know, I guess vista and this amazing feature. Mm-hmm. And suddenly it's just people basically walking around selling cotton candy, you yeah. know, and, 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 you know, here, throw a quarter into the falls. I mean, like everything is, is messing you it up. You go fish it out later. There's scuba, <laughs> scuba teams at the end of the day. <laughs> and that's how they get paid by the quarters. <laughs> Back then, Johnny, though, a quarter is worth a lot more. That's true. And so like the Yellowstone and mm-hmm. the Grand Canyon and like keeping those things from happening. Did you see somebody fell into a, a geyser or something at Yellowstone? Cause it's closed. But somebody like broke the barrier and like was backing up and taking a photo and they fell in. They called it a, uh, what do they call it? Uh, a thermal, a thermal attraction. They wouldn't say what it was because there's a bunch of them. They have hot springs. They have the mud pits in yeah. Yellowstone. They have all these things and they Old have geysers. Yeah. So I don't know what she was doing, but she backed, I think it was a woman. She backed uh, over and fell off of a, some kind of a cliff into one of the thermal Woman, she would have completely. Well, she she was burned. Yeah, they like, took her to a hospital. There'd be third degree burns all over. Right? I don't know what happened, John. I don't know if she fell completely in, but they said that. And I don't, I'm assuming she's going to recover. Oh my gosh! But yeah, she just kind of was like, "Hey, Yellowstone's going to be a great place to take photos right now." Wow. She could have just watched the documentary, John, or listened to your wonderful account of it. I'm not going to give an account, which is almost of it. as good as watching. I'm not going to give an account of it. I will just. You ever had someone describe uh, a comic strip to you, and then in the next cell. <laughs> Um, Calvin says to Hobbes, that's what you're doing. No, no, no. It was Hobbes. <laughs> no, Wait, just... no, it was. No, I think it's cool. And, you know, that's the, the bummer when they have the weird government shutdown that they pull every few years where the one political party in power is like, I'll shut the government down until you pass the budget. And they shut it all down. And the parks is one of the first things. Yeah. 
you know, where you can't go. It's a bummer because it's yeah. like that's the one free thing we have. Yeah. You're, and, you're punishing people who are like, we were going to go to the park. Well, and that's kind of the whole point of the documentary is this This became a part of the American consciousness con- yeah. consciousness. Yeah. Uh, that um, it would be that thing, even if you're not like some big you know, conservationist or naturalist. Yeah. Everybody recognizes it. It's almost like a rite of passage and it's a... It is like America to you. Like, yeah. Like it's, a, it's an idea of the America. Un, like virgin land. Like you, they couldn't screw this up. Like if you're – I remember Townsend was that way because I grew up in East Tennessee. And then you had Pigeon Forge, Gallenberg, mm-hmm. which was just sign after sign, tattoo, uh, airbrush, uh, Dolly Parton Museum times 12. I mean every – you know, the Elvis yeah. Museum, the photo booth, the this, the water slides. Then you had on the other side of Wares Valley, you had Townsend, and they were called like the peaceful side of, the, and they would they fought to keep that. So I actually just wrote, and about, now Townsend has a Sonic and a. Yeah, but it's nothing. Listen, it's, I wrote, not, it's not like Pigeon Forge, but I'm saying like they've cre- somehow somebody got on a city council board somewhere and was like, all right, we can have one water slide. So in the '70s, so I actually did some interviews about this for a book. So in the '70s, mm-hmm. it was Lamar Alexander who was the governor, and he's been a senator all this time. He and some others, um, they bought what is called Blackberry Farm, which is like a major, I think, um, who was the who was the first American Idol winner? Uh, Kelly, Clarkson. Kelly Clarkson. She had her wedding there. Like, it's a big national you know, place. But back then, it was like a couple cabins they wanted for it. But they bought it, and then they brought in investors mm-hmm. to buy up a lot of the acreage, to your point, around there for conservationist reasons so they can never become Pigeon Forge. So they bought up thousands of acres on right. purpose to preserve it. Yeah. I don't know if it's ever been donated into the national park or into That's the what, state it's right. It's right at the edge, you know, mm-hmm. as is Gatlinburg, though, but... Yeah, we like that. And that's where my mom liked to stay. When I was a kid, I wanted to go to Pigeon Forge in Gallenberg because I was like, I want to see all the colors and I want to see the water slides and I want to go to Dollywood. But now, the older I get, if I go to the mountains now, because we live in Milton, it's so flat. So mm-hmm. when I go to the mountains, I wanna, I'd rather go there to Townsend. I'd rather go like, I mean, you might go tubing. There might be a tubing place open where you rent tubes and, and float down. But like, there's not a bunch of like commerce going on. Right. You know. Well, my school where I used to teach was... Uh, at Heritage High School and Heritage Middle School, literally yeah. on my way into work every morning, it was right there at the at the Townsend, yeah. that foothills to the Smokies, you know, the entrance to the right. Smokies on the other side uh-huh. all the time. And you and I would go play golf. Up oh, in, gosh, was it Walland or Townsend where we'd play? It was probably right on the border of Townsend, yeah. Walland. What was that called? Uh, oh, what was it? I can't remember. Where's Valley? Yeah, but no, it wasn't Where's Valley, but it was... It was Mar- It was basically Maryville, probably. It would be considered Maryville. Yeah. But it was almost a Townsend. Yeah. So Walland area, probably. But yeah, I can't remember where that was, but what a great course, because oh, it's so beautiful. Goodness. You're surrounded by the mountains on all yeah. sides, almost. Oh, it's great. Uh, and nice, for us, nice wide fairways, because we're terrible at golf. Oh, we're horrible. So yeah, you really, yeah, that's just a, it was a good place to play. So I haven't found my clubs. I did find some of my clubs. Okay. Okay. So wait a minute. Hold no, on. no, no, listen. Is there an apology coming? No, not yet. Because you found some of them, so... What I'm, ta- what I'm trying to tell you is, is so he- here's, what, here's what has happened. I have, like, some of my irons, but my driver, uh-huh. my hybrids, uh-huh. my three-wood, remember uh-huh. that... John, I don't care anything about your clubs. This is why I know that I don't have them. Listen, I loaned those to someone who already had irons. So for some reason... 
for some reason, why would I only have irons? It like, feels like an apology should be coming and is not coming. It's not coming until this whole mystery is solved. I'm still not convinced. How many times, how many times in our life... This is like a political press conference. Have we found things... Hey, uh, do in, you want to go back on what you said before now that we have evidence? I am not responsible uh, at all. <laughs> <laughs> you would think so, but no. I'm going to keep backpedaling. How about this? I apologize to you. Yeah. For the irons. If, if I was bothered by your accusation. No, no, no. I apologize to you about the irons, but I'm not ready to render an apology yet about the other clubs that have still yet to come uh, up from their missing Let me say status. this. I appreciate your candor, and you can kiss my butt. How about that? Uh, I appreciate you making that PG for our listeners. <laughs> so, but, but I realized before I left Triple Crown, yeah. uh, the neighborhood where I used to live in, uh, somebody one day on the that sounds that sounds very prestigious too. Triple Crown. Oh, it's very Triple Crown. Poor Triple Crown, man. It got destroyed by the tornado. Yeah, so all my friends a lot of damage around, there. You know. So, anyway, someone that was like, "Hey, I'm selling this uh, this travel bag or travel. What would you call it, Johnny? It's the hard shell golf club yeah, yeah. thing with the rollers. Travel bag, you know? yeah. And so. But it had clubs in it. It was like, he was selling it for like 50 bucks. Okay. I was like, well, heck, I'll just get it for the case. You know, it was a case. There's the word it came Trial out. Travel case. Yeah. And so I realized I've stuck the clubs in there with a bunch of other clubs that he gave. And there are, I think the driver that's in there was nicer than the one I had. Um, just like a Titleist. Yeah. So I have a driver now and I have some clubs. Mm-hmm. I still don't have like a hybrid, which I don't need, but I need that three wood, Johnny. So I'm going to need you to return that. And I need, I don't have my, it, I'm losing my sand wedge is not in there. Uh, but there's a putter that, that I bought. So anyway, I'm, I'm piecing things together for me and you to go play golf at some point. I would like that. I've already, I played this week. I played a couple days ago. This. You live an enchanted existence, Johnny, all the time. You That's get not to. True. Playing golf for a couple hours with a buddy, it, you know what? It wasn't enchanting because you weren't there. It must How about be, that? Oh, wow. How, that, Bringing me down. <laughs> accusing me of stealing your clubs and throwing in the occasional National Parks reference. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man. The National Parks, they're like two-hour episodes, too. There's like six of them. I need to get into some Ken Burns. The country music one I've heard is really good. Need okay, to watch I it. went to get it, and you, had to buy, you have to buy it. Well... I don't is want his work, to. I already pay for a bunch. Like as I'm saying, I already pay for. Is a his bunch work of, not worth? How come I have to do? Buy you want it? people to get your book for free? I am buying it when I pay for Comcast, Netflix, and Amazon. But he doesn't have deals with them. He that's like saying, well, if when John's book comes out on the free library system, that's when I'll get it. And until then, John can just wait. John I, can suck eggs. John's been waiting a long time. No one's buying it. What do you want? Had you watched my video this week? Yeah, the new one. Uh-huh. Did you like my little uh, Prius mudding? I did. Image. I like that. It's good. I made that myself. The endorsement. Yeah. How's that going? How's the endorsement? Uh... I don't know. I don't know. First video has over 10,000 views. So, Oh. Um, it's time for an annex on the palatial estate. I tell you. I don't, Is the it, pool open yet at the driver estate? Uh, no. It's too cold. It'll get there. Hey, a couple of days like this. You need a heater, John. Dude, I don't care that kind of coin, man. Listen. It, Having a pool, what I just do is clean leaves out of it all day. You know what I'm saying? Don't you like, have uh, evergreens around it, I thought. No, I have I have bushes that grow eight feet tall, 12 <laughs> feet wide. Who planted that right next to your pool? The guy who built the house. And so literally he they He cared shed. more about privacy than... He didn't think it through. And so, yeah. yeah like, and, it, and, and, it, and I have to trim them. And so isn't I, that just like our lives? Isn't it though, guys? You have to plan for the next person who's going to own 
your pool or your spiritual your soul. Pool. Right. Wait. Wait. Did uh, did I tell you? So the the bushes really are tall. The first time I did it, it took me three days. I was using an electric tr- hedge trimmer and a ladder. Yeah. Which was very not. It just it didn't work because the back sides like on a, a, on a slope. Yeah. And so anyway, so so then, Johnny, I actually bought off of Amazon. I had this great idea. Oh, I, stilts. I bought a pair of stilts. Yeah, like the people that do ceiling drywall and stuff way yeah, around. I thought and or circus people. I see people on stilts doing drywall all the time. I'm like, all right. Did you get those long clown pants that have stripes where it looks like you're really that tall? Wouldn't it <laughs> be fun? Doesn't be up there like, Why look, kids, I'm juggling while I'm <laughs> trimming the hedges. Does your dad play basketball, Sadie? <laughs> not anymore. No, no. And I literally, like, several friends were like, this is a, not a good idea. Because mm-hmm. I was going to have a piece of equipment in my hand on stilts yeah. walking around. And then I remember one day, and I don't say this very often, uh, but I literally sensed what I believe was the whisper of God. Mm-hmm. Like, say, hey, no, don't do Put it. Down. Yeah, like, and so I sent him back. <laughs> I really think something bad was going to happen. and, and it, You never put on the stilts? I never even put them on. Wow. I sent them back like, you know what? This is bad. But I went and bought a single scaffold, like one of those little rolling scaffolds. And there was no whisper for that? No whisper. Well, that's totally. You lock in the wheels. So yeah. yeah, I did it this week. But when I do it, man, it just puts all kinds of leaves into the pool. So, so what are you going to do, man? I'm just imagining you having stilts on being whispered to, but that's fine. <laughs> Listen, whatever your theological bent is. I mean, again, I don't know why we're afraid to say God. That's a weird thing. I grew up, everybody saying God spoke to me. I, I've, yeah. I know people. That's true. That's probably why I'm more reticent yeah. about it. I'm, and that's why I hesitate to say it. I've, but I've known people. Yeah. I've been in conversations with people. Literally with one guy, I've been in a conversation before where, where he was like, he was talking. He goes, well, wait, God said I'm rambling. You know, I'm like, like he's having a monologue or a dialogue, him and God, right? Then. And I'm not saying it doesn't happen. And there's some guys out there, um, the whole prosperity preacher guys. Look that'd be a great, that'd and, be great to hear a preacher say that in the middle of a sermon. Like, <laughs> I'm rambling. God said, I'm rambling. Almost Let's like, pray. <laughs> almost just like, yeah, I, I think the Lord's right. Um, <laughs> I confirm that <laughs> in but, my spirit. But I think we can go so far the other way. It's like yeah. we're afraid to say that we ever feel led by God's spirit in in Romans eight says those who are led by the spirit of God are sons of God. So like there's this, so I'm led by God's spirit, not just through the whisper. Well, there is a scripture that says who can add a cubit to his height just by wishing it. So, or something like that. Right. Who can, by worrying about it, by worrying. So dude, you're the whisper lines up with, cause you were trying to add a cubit, added a cubit. (laughs) And God was like, Hey, Read the book. By the way, I bought a cubit tape measure at Lowe's. Yeah. I couldn't believe it that they had it. <laughs> You're building an ark now. It was in the antique tool section. Um, <laughs> in the ancient tool section. No, but I think I just think it's okay. Yeah. Like, I, I really do struggle, though. Like, like, guys, if I can't say as a follower of Jesus that God speaks to me. Right. Then maybe I've gone too far. Like... I can, what I can say is, is, okay, how does God speak to me? If it's only the whisper, then I'm really skeptical. But when the whisper reminds me of something in scripture, right? That that's the main way is like a scripture will, this happens to me all the time where I know God is, is speaking to me. A scripture will come to mind that I've obviously read, mm-hmm. but it's one that I did not even know that I knew. 
Right. Like, but the, the few phrases will come and then I'll go look it up. Like, wow, why am I thinking about that one? You know, when I'm, when I'm seeking after an answer on something and, and it will be, so that, that's a really cool way. Cause you're like, okay, wow. I didn't even know I knew that, <laughs> you know? So there was almost like a quickening to something scripturally. And then I think that through community as well. So in that case with the stilts, tons of people had said, dude, you're an idiot. Don't do this. But I wasn't listening to them. Right. So, um, you needed, I needed literally God himself to protect me from the stilts. I think he did. I mean, he'll almost just say this, Johnny, nothing bad ever happened with me on stilts. So you there can't you argue go. with the results. It worked. As a tall person, I got to say to you, it's, it is dangerous up here. <laughs> I should get you to come do the hedges, man. I fall man. down. I fall down a lot. You could just stand there and just, uh. <laughs> I was laughing at Curry because she, uh, she's kind of clumsy. You know, she, you're just going to come right she out. She injures herself a lot. Okay. And, uh, she'll just, I mean, randomly have a bruise. I mean, does that ever happen to Laura? She's like, I don't even know where I got this Every bruise. single yeah. day. But she she had she got this uh, barbecue yesterday, so she she's going over there getting ready to feed Tab, who she takes care of, and I had it was like a big thing of sauce they gave with it, so I put my sauce on. I give her the whole big thing of sauce. She goes over to like the little TV tray, and then she then I, think that, I saw this on social. Then media. I hear her go, "Are you kidding me?" And somehow now the sauce is turned completely upside down, and there's just sauce just going to the edges of the TV tray, just like a swimming pool. So it's it's unusable unless you really, I mean, even pre-COVID, it would have been unusable. I mean, I, I would have probably stopped it. I would have been, there would have been some dipping on my end if it was a, that's the thing. That's why women, that's why women live longer again. Yeah. Because we would have been like, well, it's this top it's sauce, this top sauce, I'll dip. Right. But anyway, she was like, are you kidding me? So we had to like whip up some sauce from the fridge and mix it with some old Chick-fil-A cast aside sauces that we have in our cabinet just like here's a make this you just know like a cauldron of she sauces. was she was just like yeah but it was just so funny it to me, was like, johnny's brew but she was so Sorry. mad at herself sauce got everywhere and i was like it's okay but yeah she so yeah she would not be i would not put her on stilts all that to say <laughs> she'd not be right, like she's not doing okay in her own legs as she, it is right. she'll hold the ladder for me she mm-hmm. gets more scared of heights and all that but uh i don't know I'm a, I've been up here a while though. You know what I'm saying? I'm a foot taller than my wife. So yeah, Laura does. Uh, she'll be sitting in her office and I'll start to go, ow. Right. Like she's just at yep. a desk all the time and I'll go, what happened? Oh, the, I, I, I'm just like, <laughs> I would think being confined right now to your chair, you yeah, know, you're sitting safe. Here this to, is safe. This is a safe area. I tell her all the time, we just got to put you in a bubble room or something. Yep. But yes, tons of bruises. She'll just look, she'll just like, oh, where's the bruise come from on my hip? I'm like, honey. I don't know. I mean, there is a lot. And I, I can get injured. There's no doubt. Yeah. But it's a lot. And yes, she did. We ordered Thai food the other night. And we were putting it all into paper plates. And was it from Shada Thai? It was from Shada Thai. Is it good? It. I don't want to. Oh, because. I don't want to disparage a little. Well, if it was good, you would have already said so. Yeah. Oh, it's delicious. There's another Thai restaurant in Mount Juliet. But here's the thing. We were ordering takeout and I, I didn't order the same dishes. It could have just been. Not good for takeout <laughs> and not the right dish. Okay. So, sorry. So, anywho, it may be fine. Please keep, you know, so patronizing. That's right. You know. Keep patronizing? That's what, yeah. You keep becoming a patron. I think you them. give them your patronage. It patronizing mean, means like talk down to. I know to. it does, but it actually means as well. If you patronize an establishment, that means you went there and. And you talk down to them. Yeah. So, yeah. Isn't that funny? Oh, boy. Uh, anywho. Um, so. She and we have a thing where she will not ever not be the last person to the table. Yeah, she's a two. 
she has to help and serve everybody. Right. And so I try to stand up and help and do stuff, but like, there's no way she's going to make sure her plate is last. There's no like chivalry. There's nothing I can do yeah. to stop it. Right. And so we're all sitting down. It was a large, you know, a long and large process in that she's, you know, there's rice from here and here and here. Everybody's plates. Everybody's down. Nani's down. Sadie's down. I just sat down. She has her big plate and uh-huh. she's walking with it and just dumps the whole thing uh-huh. right there. I mean, like in that feeling, cause she had spent, we, we had gone and gotten it. Uh-huh. We had uh-huh. taken it all out made sure, you know, we wiped things down. <laughs> that was several weeks ago. You know, we were like, okay, I mean, extra safe and, and like, Literally, you know, I was like, you know, and it, luckily it was a big dish and there was enough to go get there was some more. You know, yeah. But yeah, but the look on her face. But yeah, she just dropped it. Just dropped a big plate of food. Just, nothing happened. She didn't trip. I don't know. It just happened. So the, the plate gave way. I don't know. Gravity. Not sure. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's dangerous out there. <laughs> but really, she that was the Lord whispering to her. This is not going to be very good Thai food. <laughs> He just knocked it over. And then, <laughs> he was trying to protect her. This is going to be a disappointing experience for you. <laughs> Let me just go And ahead. then she went and out of rebellion and made another plate. Oh, my goodness. You know what I'm saying? God, this will preach. It's just like the Israelites, bro. It's it is. almost word for word. It's happened. like manna, but she went and regathered. She you know, did. You can't regather. You can't do it. It'll I mean, even if you drop your manna, that's it. That's the manna. That's done. You know, that's funny. They picked up manna off the ground. Yeah. You were, <laughs> I wonder if they were cleaning it off. It's like a 10-second 10, 10 rule? It's like a, how long has it been here? You right. Know, it's, uh, and what was it? They say it was like, the, the was biblical like, experts say it was like quail. Is that what I've heard? No, manna was like sweet bread. Was it? Sweet wafers. And then God sent quail. Oh, okay. So quail. Yeah, yeah. Quail was the meat. Manna was the bread. Okay. So, But it was just bread on the ground. Yeah. They picked up bread off the sand because they were in the desert a lot of that time. Yeah, that would have been some gritty bread, wouldn't it? My guess is, is it, it, it was a part of God's. So it fell like with the dew, and yeah. then it like materialized. It was like sweet bread, and you could gather it, but you couldn't store it. But you know, again, their clothes didn't wear out either. So it was all kinds of things happening during that time that I'm sure just God was like, "Oh, this works." There's, I'm going to make sure there's no. I mean, if God can send bread from heaven, Johnny, God can make sure there's no sand on it. I don't know why you doubt Him so much. Well, and ask these ridiculous I want to say questions. this. You found a dead bird in the sink when after we had lunch. <laughs> so that what was that? I don't know what the heck that, that was. That wasn't Providence. So, you know, the church is is mostly unoccupied, obviously, right now. Except for by uh, a horde of birds. I don't know evidently. what happened. But, yeah, I was walking in, and this is something I'm not proud of. And I'm not sure we we're going to go public with this. But now that you, It's not like a health violation. We just had a bird that we didn't know was in the yeah, building. I and, went to use the sink, and, it, and there was a bird down decided, in the drain. It had had a good run, and it was like, you know what? This is where I... I don't know how long he'd been trapped in here, and maybe he thought, this is my only escape, is out this drain. I don't know. But he didn't make it. I disposed of him. So you wanted to leave him. Well, I just didn't want you to grab the bag. I had a to-go bag, and you're like, can I have this to-go bag so I don't touch this bird? And I go, I have things to put in the to-go you, bag. Yeah, but Johnny, uh, there is a, there is a, I have, I'm having a situation. I need that plastic bag. There's other bag. We're in a church full of other options. You well, wanted to take other my options bag. For your stuff as well. There's random stuff in the church. There's a box over here. <laughs> of 43 bags of pork rinds. And I need an explanation right now. Uh, those pork rinds probably are... That's like Atkins overload right there. Probably That's, with some extra thing from one of the food distribution oh, things. And it's totally... And they thought, John will want this. Because I'm keto. So it's totally out of date. And they can't, yeah. there's, it's not like something they can distribute to, to the others. And so... You don't uh, want to give weak old pork skins to... 
Right. They think John will eat this. And he will probably. But. That was a low moment for me, like when it was still called the Atkins diet. I remember somebody who was doing the diet uh, said, because I was like, if I don't get a piece of bread soon, I'm going to kill somebody. I was at that moment. And she goes, I found out the coolest thing you can do. I go, what? I was so excited. You're always excited to hear a new recipe. And they said, you can make French toast. It's like, you can make French toast. She goes, you crush up pork rinds to like a fine powder. And then you pour the egg in and you make like a yeah. a piece of French toast. I go, this is the grossest thing. Did ever. you do it? No. No. You've done you've done no, it? No, no, but they have it a... It just felt like, uh, it's like the the meatless things now where they put the meat seasoning on it where it's like... yeah. Jim Gaffigan has a bit about that. He's like, for people who hate meat, you sure do like a lot of things shaped like and taste exactly like meat. <laughs> He's like, I don't even like meat. I don't, does meat ever call about me when I'm not around? I ain't missing you at all. Missing you. Anyway, does meat ever ask about me? But that's kind of the thing. When you get to that point where you're like, I'll make French toast from pork rinds. You just need to have a piece of French toast. That's they, my way of thinking. They have some sort of pancake batter that we've had, and I can't remember the name of it. Yeah. <clears throat> that's like made Not with cakes. With made with almond flour or something. So it's flan keto. cakes. <laughs> <laughs> and then um now I love the enchiladas that it's it's instead of a tortilla, it's actually like a almost like a um um Chicken, chicken lunch meat. Yeah, I can't do it. I can't tell with all the stuff on it. Like it just has the same texture once it's all been yeah, in I've the sauce. Yeah, the pizza that's like minced up chicken, and it's like it just feels like I'm holding a piece of chicken parmesan with pepperoni on it. That sounds. I, I can't see anything wrong with what you just said. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I just think you need to have. A piece they of have it. zero carb bread, by the way. Yeah, and we had some of that the other day, and that was really. I mean, I couldn't tell. I mean, it was great. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, look, I'm not strict keto. I'm low carb. Mostly right now, so you didn't eat the bread today. I was proud I didn't. of you. I you used the bag to kill a bird, or to, to you know, <laughs> the bird was dead to take a bird into the arms of the <sighs> angels. Whatever you happen. When I worked at Home Depot, there were birds in the building all the time. They just and people would be like, "What bird? Birds would live in Home Depot. It's yeah. just such a big, but you can't get them all out." And so I'd be like, I'd always have like the standard line of like, "It's their house. We just work here." <laughs> I thought that was so oh man, it was the beginnings. We would laugh. Oh, we would laugh and laugh. They said you should be a comedian. I was like, get out of here with that. And mm. then I'd ring up their wood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but Home you've Depot. touched a dead bird now. Who's the one who's you know what I'm saying? By I think neither by, one of us is wearing a mask. You're touching dead birds by uh, by Deuteronomy Deuteronomy <laughs> Levitical. Sorry, use, use your words. Deuteronomy Deuteronomy law. <laughs> That's not a thing. <laughs> I'm a theologian uh, by Levitical law. I think I'm now unclean for like seven days. So. That's that's right in keeping with the current quarantine. Yeah. You know, fourteen would be. Even better. I have to go outside the camp and um, yeah, into the national parks where Ken Burns will then do a slow voiceover. Oh my goodness, (laughs) would love it. You need to go watch at least the first couple episodes. Yeah, you learn about John Muir, who was like this poet who, but almost like one with nature kind of guy, like who really spearheaded a few of those guys. So, but he he was Scottish. Scott, I think he was Scottish born, but they do a voiceover and stuff of a guy who anyway it's just great to his writings and stuff and i'm not mr 
you know, conservationist, but it really is fascinating. You don't want to conserve nature, John? I really want to. I'm not Mr. Conservationist. Oh, right. You I'm law like, your second place. You're the right. runner-up. I don't have a... <laughs> There's a sash, but it's not as big a sash. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I, I'm a barely placed. It was honorable mention. So, oh, that's yeah. nice. Yeah. I'm not proud of it, but... Uh, I'm ready to go on a vacation somewhere, you know, and like be in... Tired of sitting around the house. Something wow, like, yeah, it's been hard, hasn't it, on you? I don't know. Oh, my goodness. I'm ready to... <laughs> I'm just kidding, I'm too. What do you think being on a plane's going to be like? It's going to be weird, right? Just, I actually... They're not going to put us all on top of each other anymore, Laura for sure. read that something about... So you'd think it'd be the opposite, but CDC website or something said that planes are actually... It's, it's You're less likely to get it because even though they're recycling air, it has to do with its flow or something. Like it's... Well, they're giving you masks... And they're going to require masks, but then they give you a bag of peanuts, too. And you're like, all right, I feel conflicted. Or pretzels. Yeah. Like, no, okay. there's no food being served. Mm. I heard. But I brought my own pretzels. <laughs> so if I just kind of sneak a pretzel. By they, I mean me. They see my mask, like, pulsating. They're like, is that guy chewing? <laughs> He's chewing. We got a chewer. And they come running over. <laughs> Code blue. <laughs> you get one of those flight marshals. Air marshals, whatever they, they call put them. Put zip ties on me and drag me through the aisle for he's chewing still, a pretzel. He's still chewing as they drag him. It's okay, man. I, I get hypo- I'm not sorry. No. What if I get hypoglycemic? Does that happen normally? No. Okay. It's just no, like what if it no. strikes right then? Yeah. Because <laughs> when you get that many feet in the air, you're like, we could die up here. Sudden Never. onset hypoglycemia. Oh, my goodness. I've seen it a hundred times. It's yeah, what killed dad. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, so you're going to be uh, watching church again this week, and, and so you. So I'm so excited that you get to be present for all of the I times that I preach. And you're right now. preaching, yeah, yeah. But did you already pre-record? I did. How do you feel? Did you have to do any retakes? Uh, so I got seven minutes in and broke into a coughing fit. Oh, that's and not there was nothing bad. I could do. Like, this ain't the time <clears> for that. Yeah. So I had to, and luckily Andrew was still in the building. So he can come restart the camera. Uh, I will say this: it's been a really good exercise because. The way, and there's the, I don't know if I said this before, there's some sort of proprietary reason that the camera, even though it can record, you know, 60 hours or whatever, the, the SD card. Oh, right. It only goes. It cuts off at 30 minutes or right around there. Right about my people's uh, attention spans. Yeah. Not our wonderful listeners. Yeah. You're still with us. I'm a, I'm a good 42 to 45 minute preacher, probably, you know, like start to finish, you know, prayer, everything. I don't know if I'd say good. So, I, didn't mean, I didn't mean good. <laughs> you know what I mean. Not good as an adjective. I don't know how. I don't know what that would be. I don't either. The use of the word good in that sentence, as I said. Man, it's a real we should southern. Ask, we should ask an author. Oh, my goodness. I'm a good six foot seven. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know what that is because yeah. it's not it's not an adjective. Anyway, um, I'm not. You feel like I'd, an ideal time for you is 40 to 45 no, minutes. No, no. I feel like that that's what happens. Now, yeah. people will debate what's ideal always. Um, I feel like that's when I've said the things that are on the sheet. And so I've been working with, because I, I do run-throughs, I've been working to bring that down. Though, right. I really always measure it not by the time. Like, I want to know, did you get what I said? Was How was the experience? Did it cause you to, you know learn more about God's word and want to go and apply it. Like to me, the extra 10 minutes, 15 minutes here or there, like was that an effective communicator? Did I keep your attention? Are you going to go do something about it? More importantly, Mm -hmm. that's the most important thing to me. Like, I don't really care if it's 45 or 35 or whatever, you know, we don't. So now if I'm rambling and that 45 caused you to not listen to what I said in the first 25, I think 30 minutes is how we're conditioned because of like 
sitcoms. Yeah. Because I thought about the other day, like, I have not seen any of the Lord of the Rings movies. I have not seen, uh, what's another epic movie? Uh, any of the Harry Potter movies. They're all, I know there's like a three hour investment ahead of me. Yeah. So I'll be like, ah, oh, that's on. I know I need to watch this. I've heard it's great. I'm not watching this. Then I'll watch 12 episodes of Friends in a row. Yeah. And you could have watched. Right. Yeah. I could have watched the whole thing. But it's like that those little, little small bites, for some reason, my brain is. Like almost conditioned. There's like a beginning, middle, end yeah. in that 30 minutes. Yeah, you're conditioned. Whereas I've got to like go along for the ride with all these character arcs within the three hours. Yeah. So don't preach three hours is I guess what I'm saying out there. Because we're not with you. You're not the return of the king. No, no. You're the return of the servant. No, and I had one of my one of the guys I write for this week ask me, he goes, what are you preaching on this week? He always asked me. And yeah. I said, you know, uh, and he's in his 80s, you know, so he, he's, yeah. he said, I told him, First Samuel, and he said, how long is it going to be? I said, well, I've already pre-recorded it. I can tell you. It's, it's, it's a 29 minutes and 40 seconds. Yeah. He liked that, right? He said... Uh, my best, he said, my favorite sermons are, he's real funny. I like about a 10 minute sermon. Oh, wow. 10 minutes. <laughs> I said, Oh, he goes, let me ask you this. He goes, ask every minister I know. Has anyone ever walked up to you and said, man, I wish you would have talked longer today. Has anyone ever said that? Mm. I actually have had somebody, a few people like, Hey, y- y- where you were meant so much to me. You really could have talked longer and I would have been great. With yeah, it. Yeah. Like, cause I was in, in it. So but I didn't tell him that cause that sounds real pretentious and actually, well, the idea is to leave him wanting more. That's how comedy works too. Yeah. If you want, you don't want people being like that was, if you, if you get off stage and you felt like it was the right amount, you've gone on too long. But my gosh though, yeah. I mean, Paul preached men and people falling out of windows and stuff. I mean, so yeah, Uticus too, Johnny, if you would, Uticus. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so it is 29 minutes and 40 seconds. And I actually like the exercise. I think I could be a 30 minute. I think I am. a Well, let's just You're say becoming it. a 30 minute. I'm a 30 guy. minute preacher now because I've had to. So for the last four sermons that I've done, they've yeah. had to be 30 minutes. So the screen in the back helps. It tells you the countdown, you know, no, we don't have that right now. Oh, wow. In the You're current just... format. So I am, I just use my phone. Oh, I see. And that one day it cut me off at like 29, 10. And I lost the last like prayer. So I had to go back. And so I'm, I'm I try to be extra careful, like set it, man, around 28. I'm like, I'm bringing this thing in for a landing. So, um, as I begin to close, but I like it. You know what I'm saying? I like, I like having that. It's been good. No, another good thing from quarantine is that maybe, and, and if you're, if you attend the church at Pleasant Grove, you're going to be excited to hear that this may have turned your teaching pastor into a 30 minute preacher. I wonder if there's ever been like a surgeon that says that to like a team, like, all right, let's close on this. And then they start to But he keeps stalling. They're like, this guy's been, we've had this guy cut open. It's not good. Well, see, when I have two points, I've had to start stop saying that. Yeah. I usually only have two points. And so I'll say this is now instead of saying. Three feels more. Three, I'm going to go too long. There's no way. If, I, yeah. if you're going to be worth their salt, like there's, now, unless that's a big, I'd rather have 10. Give me a list of 10. 10. I, can, I can fly through that because I know they're supposed to be short. Three like puts me where I, I feel comfortable kind of expanding mm. in between. So it's either like give me a lot and I know I got to get it done and I'll kind of just read the page and go, you know, um, or give me two. You know, this week is one, by the way. One. One point. One point. Yep. And that point is. Well, we can say it because, yeah, this is on Monday. So, yeah, it's who will rule. That's the question. I think that's the real 
question of First Samuel because you're moving between judges. Who and will kings. rule? That's a that's a tongue twister. It's kind of a who will rule? Who will rule? Who will rule? Who will rule? It's kind of like rural and, and oh, no, urban. Yeah. It is. It's uh, yeah. It's a whole. It's the whole question of God wanted to be their king, right? And they rejected him, and he's he gave in. It's like okay, I'll give you kings, you know. But it's still the question today. Like, will you allow God's ways because you trust? Do you do I want to rule over my kid? Well, sure I do. Why? Because I can exact taxes from her. I have nothing to gain. Yeah. I only lose money, time, energy. It's because I love her and I know that my rule over her is for her good. She cannot rule over herself in the way that I can at this age. And it's for her freedom that I would do that because Mm -hmm. she would be completely at this age lost without it. So that's the whole thing. And I was like, the the reason we can't have a king, and I talk about – Declaration of Independence and us not wanting a king and so not having a president for the first 10 years of our country and all that. And the deal is the reason we can't have a king, it could never work because you might have a good one. If you have a good king, great, but he can't live forever. Yeah. And so you, his son could be, and that happens all the time in history, a great king followed by a A despot. So, so like the deal is if you have a king who's really good, who, who is impervious to, um, evil, and just cares and loves and rules well, and he and he lives forever. Then you can trust him. You can have a king, and so that's the whole you know kind of thing of what they had and, and how they didn't want it, and how we have that option in grace and the gospel. This is awesome. I don't have to Dude, listen to church. I just gave now. it all to you. There you you go. did the ten minute sermon. I did. It wasn't like ten. That was like three. It felt like ten, John. <laughs> this felt. <laughs> oh. I nodded off. I was in like a national park. Yeah. <laughs> In my mind, I was somewhere looking at tall pine trees and wondering if they were coniferous. You're wearing your stilts in your in your mind. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't need stilts in my mind, John. Mm. It is. The weather up here is good. Mm. Although I hunch pretty good. So Yeah, I was going to say, you're, what are you, 6'2"? I'm 6'4". Wow, are you really that tall? Yeah. Wow. But I can hunch down to 5'10 when <laughs> necessary. Just get down on your level and be like, hey guys, let's get real here. <laughs> And you know what, listener? We appreciate you getting down on our level today. Mm. <laughs> mm. Oh, let's talk about the thing, the, the Zen yeah. thing. Yeah. So we, we announced two weeks ago, and at this point, Johnny pointed out to me before We're liars. We're just liars. We don't mean to be, though. We're not trying to be. So we are setting a time right now for our Zoom call yeah. uh, for our patrons. And that is going to be this Thursday. Uh, let me get the right date here. The 21st. Yeah. May 21st at 7 p.m. Central. Oh, yeah. Okay. And I'm going to be sending you guys who are patrons, because we have your email address and a Patreon account. I'll send you a link. And anyone who's a patron, we'd love to join you. We're going to probably take about 30 minutes. Yeah, so if you want to get in now, uh, you can get that link, too. If you get in now, this week, it's like the 11th hour, that parable, where the Mm. person who, you know, didn't work as long in the field, he still got the reward. That's you. He still got the patron call. Just like it's in the Greek. still got to Zoom with the Lord. (laughs) Mm, 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 mm. Zoom on over with us and uh, we'll just spend some time. We just want to hear what you think about the show and kind of get to know you. Who knows what might come up? Yeah, you never know. All kinds of hijinks. Yeah. So we'd love for you to join us and uh, for for patrons. And we'll also talk to you about, we know several of you are still owed packets and those things that are coming. So we'll we'll profusely apologize to you and we'll talk to you about the loot and what that's going to be. We'll blame the USPS. Yeah, we'll blame, hard time we'll blame for, coronavirus and... Yeah. In this difficult time... Oh, my goodness. Please have patience with we us. We know you did not get your Johnny W. DVD, but really, who watches DVDs anymore <laughs> anyway? 
Right. They're going to frame it, though. That's the point of those. You put it on your wall, and it says, it's got a little note from me, maybe, that says, hey, thanks for being a patron. Are for you pa- going to write a note? Thanks for patronizing me. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it needs to say. We're going to say, you're now sending that to the patrons. You know, I'll put a card in usually oh, from on John Driver Stationery. You try to one-up me, don't you? I don't have John Driver and Johnny W. Stationery. I just have John Driver Stationery. From the desk of so, dot, dot, dot. Yeah. It's very, very prestigious. Okay. So, yeah. Right. And they look at it, and they're all like, wow, this John really cared about me. I wonder why Johnny didn't say something. You know? <laughs> what a heartless jerk. <laughs> so Thursday, 7 Central yep. is the time. Yep. So be looking for that email, patrons. Yep. And if you want to join Patreon, this is the time to do it, because you're going to get some cool uh, cool FaceTime with us. It's going to be great. Yeah, and there are all kinds of levels uh, in our Patreon account, as low as $5. Yeah. And so, um I think we call that the low talker, I think is what it was. The low talker. Yeah. So anyway, hey, check us out on Thursday. We'd love to talk to you. And, and man, just thanks for listening. Thank you, guys. We've had more listeners in the last uh, month than ever before. And uh, did you know, yeah, we we charted on Chartable's top to 100 in religion and spirituality and in comedy. Uh, we made the top 50 in religion and spirituality. So that's pretty exciting. This train is bound for glory, John. Man, let me tell you. Get on board. Well, share with your friends. And uh, we're putting out some new social media things. Uh, maybe you've seen that that uh, have little clips. And so if you see one of those on Facebook or on Instagram, you know, share that with somebody. Yeah. Like it and share it and laugh at it and whatever other things you could do with emojis there. And uh, mm-hmm. let, let people know. So those are little clips that we pick out from various show episodes. So... But uh, send us your questions, your comments. Follow Johnny on social media. You can follow me as well. And uh, we look forward to seeing you next time on Talk About That. tired of parenting advice and news headlines that are more confusing than assembling Ikea furniture, we've got just the podcast for you. My dear friend, Abby, and I are here to help you navigate the parenting roller coaster. Should your kids be on social media? What should you tell a friend facing an unplanned pregnancy? These are just some of the many questions we tackle on our podcast. Subscribe to The Real Deal of Parenting wherever you find your podcast.